Preach you the word and plant it home to men who like or like it not. The word that shall endure and stand when flowers and men shall be forgot. We know how hard, O Lord, the task your servant made us undertake to preach your word and never ask what prideful profit it may make. The sower sows his reckless love, scatters abroad the goodly seed, intent alone that men may have, the wholesome loaves that all men need. Though some be snatched and some be scorched, and some be choked and matted flat, the sower sows his heart cries out, Oh, what of that and what of that? Preach you the word and plant it home, and never faint the harvest, Lord, who gave the sower seed to sow, will watch and tend his planted word. Page 136, Divine Service 1, and the white bulletin for your introit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, employing him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. And you forgave the iniquity of my sin. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess to you all my sins and iniquities, with which I have ever offended you, and justly deserved your punishment, now and forever. But I am heartily sorry for them, and sincerely repent of them. And I pray you of your boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor sinful being. Upon this, your confession, I, as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God to all of you, and in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, 
I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be untroit. Let thy priests be clothed with righteousness and let thy saints shout for joy. For thy servant David's sake, turn not away the face of thine anointed. Lord, remember David and all his afflictions. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let thy priests be clothed with righteousness, and let thy saints shout for joy. For thy servant David's sake, turn not away the face of thine anointed. Lord, have mercy, Christ, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. Glory be to God on high, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. We praise you, we bless you. We worship you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. O Lord God, Heavenly King, God the Father Almighty, O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, O Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy. Who takes away the sin of the world, receive our prayer. Who sits at the right hand of God the Father, have mercy. For you only are holy, you only are the Lord, you only, O Christ, with the Holy Spirit, are most high in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, as thou didst preserve faithful Timothy to a steadfast confession of thy holy word, even as he instructed those who would be set apart for ministry in thy church, we pray thee, thou wouldst so bless thy people in this generation with steadfast confessors. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen.
The Old Testament reading for St. Timothy, pastor and confessor, is from the 34th chapter of Ezekiel. For thus says the Lord God, Indeed, I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock on the day he is among his scattered sheep, so will I seek out my sheep and deliver them from all the places where they were scattered on a cloudy and dark day. And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them to their own land. I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, in the valleys and in all the inhabitant places of the country. I will feed them in good pasture and their fold shall be on the high mountains of Israel. There they shall lie down in a good fold and feed in rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock, and I will make them lie down, says the Lord God. I will seek what was lost and bring back what was driven away. Bind up the broken and strengthen what was sick. But I will destroy the fat and the strong and feed them in judgment. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. The epistles from the sixth chapter of First Timothy. But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called, and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I urge you in the sight of God, who gives life to all things, And before Christ Jesus, who witnessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate, that you keep this commandment without spot, blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ's appearing, which he will manifest in his own time. He who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone has immortality, dwelling in unapproachable light, whom no man has seen or can see, to whom be honor and everlasting power. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. We stand. I will also clothe her priests with salvation, and her saints shall shout aloud for joy. There will I make the horn of David to bud. I have ordained a lamp for mine anointed. Alleluia, alleluia. The people will tell of their wisdom, and the congregation will show forth the praise. Hallelujah. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 21st chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. 
He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation, came down from heaven, and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again, according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father, And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, And I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. You may be seated. The hymn is on the blue sheet. Why art thou cast down my soul? Why art thou cast down, my soul? O what mean thy sight and sadness? Trust in him who makes thee whole, and thy griefs can turn to gladness. Often in the darkest hour, he shall feel his love and power. On this ground thy anchor cast, safe thou art in Christ's confiding. All the griefs which thou now hast are but shadows unabiding. Soon thy cross shall pass away, joy shall come that last for Christ's own way is always good, Christians find this consolation. He who brought thee with his blood 
now stands pledged for thy salvation. Rest upon his sacred word, that assurance doth the Lord. Jesus gives us joy and tears, blessed be his name forever. When thy way most dark appears, trust in him, despond thou never. Weary soul, when sore distressed, call on him and be at rest. Surely narrow is the way, to the land of gladness yonder. While on this sad earth we stay, we must hear as pilgrims wander. Through the desert we must roam, till we can and reach our home. Upward then, my weary soul, where the crown of life is given, pressing onward to the goal, I shall win the bliss of heaven. For, O oh Jesus, I am thine, Blessed am I, for thou art mine. Amen. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. At installation services, as sometimes it also in, at the ordination service, but slightly modified. The statement is made, quote, God gathers his church by and around his holy word and grants it growth and increase. That this may be done, he has established the office of the public ministry into which you were ordained. It is fitting that you should again acknowledge the responsibilities of this holy office in which you are to serve this congregation. And so the pastor is only important insofar as he is servant of the word for God's gathered church. The pastor is asked, Do you solemnly promise to perform the duties of your office in accordance with these confessions or symbols that all your teaching and your administration of the sacraments will be in conformity with the Holy Scriptures and with the aforementioned symbols. And he answers, I do. So when the pastor promises to do nothing but teach and administer the Holy Word, the people receive him. You have heard the solemn promise of him called to be your pastor. Will you now receive him? Show him that love, honor, and obedience in the Lord which you owe to your shepherd and teacher placed over you in your Lord Jesus Christ. Will you support him by your gifts? Pray for him always that in his labors he may retain a cheerful spirit 
and that his ministry among you may be abundantly blessed. And so the people answer, we will, with the help of God. Somehow we have gotten the idea that the church is not really needed. Oh, it's nice to have one, but it's only one option for believers. I watched a movie, uh, didn't realize it was a religious movie, but after it got started, it it didn't take long to figure it out. Um, What was interesting about this movie was that um, it was about a man who came to Christ and, and all. Uh, um, his uh, uh, there were those that were involved in small groups. There were those that were praying. There was there was no church. Nobody ever went to church in this movie. It was a religious movie. the The only time they brought the pastor in was when there was going to be a marriage at the end. And he was in a, uh, I wasn't even in a suit and tie standing on the beach or something and kind of said something. And, and other than that, you really don't need a pastor. You don't need a church. You can be completely religious without it. That's the way that it's just like one option. Um, we tend to think that first you become a believer and then if you want to, you might want to find a church to, of believers to, to join. But we've gotten the whole idea backwards. I mean, can you imagine someone saying, well, first you get born, then you go around looking for a father or a mother. (laughs) No, it's the father and the mother that brought you into this world. Without a father and mother, there would be no conception or birth at all. Well, in the same way, it is the church which gave birth to you by bringing you God's holy word. It's the church which knew about the message of salvation. It's the church that cared about that message enough to have it preached. And so, if the church is viewed as not so important, the office of the holy ministry, well, the pastoral office... (laughs) It's just a drain on the church budgets. It's kind of an unneeded appendage which needs to be removed. In fact, if we had everybody a minister and not one person a minister, well, the church might grow. Like Miriam and Aaron, who spoke against Moses, saying, Has the Lord spoken only through Moses? Only through the pastor, we might say. Hasn't he also spoken through us? Numbers 12. We say things like, well, I read the Bible. I don't need anyone to teach me. But the whole thing is about the questioning of God's authority to set up his own church in the way that he decides. And he does this in order that he might bless us. And that's the problem with our questioning God and challenging his, well, organization. Just prior to this challenge to Moses' leadership, God had instructed Moses. He already told him to set apart 70 elders so they could help Moses carry out the burden of the people, and God promised that he would place his spirit on them. Now, when this happened, there were two men 
who were numbered among the 70 elders, but they were not there for the ceremony that happened at the tent of meeting. And we find that they began to prophesy back in the camp. Joshua says, Moses, my Lord, stop him. But Moses replies, are you jealous for my sake? I wish that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit on all of them. Now, you might expect the pastoral office, you might expect Moses to be kind of stingy about this thing, but it sure doesn't sound like he is. He says that would be great if it'd be that way. Well, this time that Moses longed for has come. It's come in the New Testament. God has made all his people prophets, and he has placed his spirit upon all of them. And so in the New Testament we read that you are a nation of priests to declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You too have been given the spirit of God, and you are to tell about the Christ. This concern, though, for the pastoral office is not a power grab or one in which pastors want to somehow exert their authority. In today's epistle, Peter explicitly says that pastors are to serve as overseers, and then he says that they are to be eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to your care, but being examples to the flock. So the pastor is not the taskmaster who forces his congregation somehow to obey. The pastor is not the church boss that tells everyone else to do. The pastor is not the director or the chief executive officer who casts visions for the future and thus makes his sheep somehow jump through hoops for everyone to see. The pastor is not sent to experiment on God's sheep with his own ideas of what he thinks might be good and right. Though we are all priests, and yes, he has placed his spirit upon all of us, God has provided pastors for his church, pastors like St. Timothy, the reason we gather today. God has told us just exactly what the duties are of these pastors which he has appointed. And so the Apostle Paul, when he ordains Timothy, 2 Timothy 4, 1 through 5, here sounds like a vow, an ordination vow to me. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing in his kingdom, I give you this charge. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine, Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you, keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, and discharge all the duties of your ministry. So, like Moses, who is appointed by God, Yet there are others that have been sent out as well. But what is the pastor to do then? 
Well, his job is none other than to preach, to preach the word and administer the sacraments. The pastor is called uh, uh, to serve the people a healthy meal. Feed my sheep, tend my sheep, feed my sheep. He is to take care of them by feeding them. From time to time, people ask me to say this or that from the pulpit or in the service. Some would like me to teach morals for living. Others would like me to promote their political or social direction. No. The Lord has directed me to preach his word. God wants me to feed you. So, first of all, I will point out and remove the spiritual junk food, the stuff that is getting in the way of your growth, you know, the ding-dong theology that's filling you up and won't allow you to have the meat of God's holy word and won't even let it in. I will use God's law to point out that you need to slow down, that you need to sit down at the table of God's word and, and you need to receive it. You need to quit skipping meals so that you will be strong. You need to be served by God's word. And second, God wants me to give you Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins. I will preach you the gospel message because your sins are in affecting all things. And so you need the forgiveness of sins so that you can know the love of God. And with the gospel message of the forgiveness of sins, you will be able to go forth and to love your neighbor. But you need to be fed by that gospel so that you can be strong and thus, as priests who are going to declare the praises of God's light to all, uh, you will be prepared. Um, you will be ready. You will be able to, as the 70 in the Old Testament did their job and Moses did his, so I can do mine and you in receiving the word can go and live in your vocation as well as to be a light uh, to your neighbor. And so God has appointed uh, pastors. Important, yes, only insofar as they do their job, preaching the word and administering the sacraments. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Create in me, page 143. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with your free spirit. Amen. Let us pray. O Almighty and Eternal God, you gave your only begotten Son to be the light of the world, the propitiation for our sins. You did send your preachers and the heralds of your kingdom. And so we praise thee for our deliverance from sin and death that were secured by that acceptable sacrifice of the lamb that was slain 
And we bless you for the revelation of your tender mercies which are made in your holy word. That would be for our comfort, for the upbuilding of your holy Christian church on earth. Grant, we pray you, that we may daily experience your goodness in the consolations of your word. Let us by faith obtain the remission of our sins. Fill our hearts with praise and our lips with rejoicing and guide our feet into the way of peace. Vouchsafe unto your church faithful pastors and teachers who will bear witness of that Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, that all may believe and not perish but have everlasting life. Preserve among us and establish everywhere the ministry of the word for the instruction of the young and sound doctrine for the conversion of sinners, for the comfort of the distressed and the guidance of the faithful. Incline many devout parents to bring up their sons to become prophets of the highest, to go before the face of the Lord to prepare his way, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people. Let there be a host of pious youth who grow up and wax strong in the spirit, Send them forth as humble but unwavering witnesses of the light who will not count it a loss to forgo worldly pleasures and goods to decrease in the praise of men, if so by that the ministry of Christ might increase. Raise up benevolent Christians, men of means, those who with prudent counsel and generous gifts will aid in building up those institutions and agencies whereby the saving health might be made known to all nations. We ask that your name, who is just holy, that it might sanctify us by your truth. Grant us peace in our time, that we may hereafter praise and glorify you, world without end, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit, lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord, our God. It is good and right so to do. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God. Because you have mightily governed and protected your holy church, which the blessed apostles and evangelists instructed in your divine and saving truth. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, Evermore praising you and saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God. 
Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he, blessed is he, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Lord of heaven and earth, we praise and thank you for having had mercy on those whom you created, sending your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood, as he bids us do in his own testament. Hear us as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, On the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, He took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. O Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. O Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. O Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, grant us your peace. the bread of heaven and call upon the name of the Lord. Lord, I'm not worthy you should come under my roof, but only speak the word and my soul shall be healed. 
the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was given for me, preserved my body and soul unto life everlasting. Amen. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits toward me? I will take up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and so shall I be saved from my enemies. The blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was shed for me, preserved my body and soul unto life everlasting. Lord, now let your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles, and the glory of your people is right now. Glory be to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. Let us pray. O God, the Father, the fountain and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament. We ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled to serve you constantly. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Bless we the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. 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 Amen.